0: I wanna take a moment to tell you about the inspiration for Kramer's Salve for Dogs. I found Kramer as a small pup when we were living in Knoxville as I was taking our dog, Precious, out in the middle of a cold, rainy night. We had heard a dog barking and whining, thinking somebody had left him out on a balcony. No one came forth to claim him, so he joined our family. Kramer struggled mightily with skin allergies. My wife, Joy, tried all sorts of ointments and medications, and other than some temporary relief here and there, nothing was really helping him. Then she came to remember that people have used Neem for its healing properties and after two years of intensive research, created the best solution of its kind, not just for Kramer, but for dogs everywhere. Kramer Salve is a safe and natural approach to help your best friend live an itch-free life. A four ounce, six month supply, including shipping, is just $30. Or a two ounce, three month supply, including shipping, is just $20. Your pet is family and deserves the best. Help your dog in the itch and hotspot cycle by ordering online today at Kramersalve.net. That's K R A M E R S A L V E.net. Welcome to the Jeff Allen Sports Talk Podcast. Conversation and opinion to inspire thought, friendly debate, and even some laughter. Now from his man cave in Apopka, Florida, here's Jeff Allen. And here we go after week three of the NFL season. It's time to chat about that and more on Jeff Allen Sports Talk. And we always want to be interactive with you. A number of platforms you can do so. at. My website, Jeff Allen com on Twitter at Jeff Allen underscore 88, and also on Facebook at Jeff Allen88. So for all the teams that were one and one going into week three, you got a victory this week, two and one, all is right in the world. If you lost, one and two means doom and gloom, and the season is over. Well, you know that's how it is after overreaction Monday and Tuesday following the weekend of great football. And, uh, boy, some outstanding finishes highlighting the week. Two overtime games. Had the Bears beating the Steelers and the Packers taking down the Bengals in OT. You had the Eagles with a Jake Elliott 61-yard field goal as the clock expires. The Patriots beat the Texans late. And the Falcons hold on against a mad fury from the Lions, who, uh, of course, are the kings of the fourth quarter uh, come from behind victories, but not quite so this time. But uh, an action-packed week it was in the National Football League. And uh, and again, it uh, it's, uh, continues to, after a lackluster first couple of weeks, the product coming into form now, if you will. So last week I brought up uh, the topic of Tony Romo and uh, asking what you thought of him as a broadcaster. I give you my thoughts. Of course, I will admit I'm a little biased being a Dallas Cowboys fan and uh, wanting Romo to be successful. Uh, Brent Musburger, the iconic broadcaster, uh, came out and said he is not a fan of Tony Romo. Uh, thinks that the predicting of plays as he sees them on uh, the, the defensive schemes and, and is able to call them before they unfold, he thinks that'll wear off after a while. And of course, uh, says that Romo interrupts too much uh, Jim Nance, his uh, play-by-play broadcast partner. And boy, I have mixed emotions about this too, because you know, uh, if you, if those of you who have listened to the podcast for some time know that uh, Uncle Brent is uh, uh, one of those guys I've always been a big fan of since my childhood, and it's tough to hear these words come out of his mouth uh, since he's no longer doing play-by-play and uh, handling the Vegas uh, Veasan Vegas Sports Information Network out of Las Vegas, which centers heavily on uh, on gambling. Um, what what's difficult here is that uh, you know what i like what i like about tony is is he's bringing a new enthusiasm to this and and the fact that he's fresh out of playing and he has such great knowledge of the game and 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 knowing how to diagnose defenses and and offenses he even you know predicts plays as the offense lines up knowing and having some great idea of what they're planning to do and of course you know, he does, you know, he's not seasoned as a broadcaster yet. And he was thrust to the number one broadcast team for CBS. And interestingly enough, I, you know, I have an interesting comparison here. I think he might turn into uh, this generation's version of John Madden. Uh, Madden was very unorthodox when he came through the ranks. And, of course, uh, well, 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 a lot of people don't remember, since Tony Romo does not have the benefit of gaining some experience for a year or two before joining the top broadcast team, many people forget that John Madden was not immediately elevated to the top broadcast team with Pat Summerall initially at CBS. That he worked a couple of seasons with the likes of uh, Gary Bender and uh, whatnot, and, and and got to protect, you know, got to hone his craft. And, and, you know, that's like back in the day, too. Quarterbacks, you know, rookie quarterbacks didn't start initially. They had to pull the clipboard for two or three years and and be the caddy for the star uh, before they got their chance to, uh, to become uh, the star quarterback of the football team. So Romo's not getting that experience. So it's very comparable uh, to what uh, rookie quarterbacks go through now. They're thrust right in from the get-go, and again, I kind of like the enthusiasm, and it doesn't bother me, the universe, the play-by-play guy, because I think another trend that's happened quite a bit is play-by-play guys have fancy themselves much too important to the broadcast, and and are trying to be analysts themselves, and trying to equal their their uh, broadcast partners, and Joe Buck, I think, would be the number one example of that, uh, and Nance has a tendency to do that too, although I might give him a pass, because over the... The last umpteen years, he's had to deal with Phil Simms as his partner, who brought nothing to a broadcast he might have had to compensate for. Him. But anyway, uh, you know, Romo's enthusiasm, as I mentioned before, what I like about it you know, on the, the big play in the Packer game when they threw the the deep pass downfield, to set up for the game-winning field goal, and he, he says, he's open, as the receiver breaks free. And you know what? If we were sitting in the stands seeing that, we would have said the same thing. So I kind of like the fact that he's, Kind of like Joe Fan a little bit there. So uh, again, uh, uh, tough that Busberger uh, doesn't find that appealing, but uh, I for one do. And again, you can uh, uh, follow back up with me with your opinions on that. I would love to hear what you think at jeffallensportstock.com, on Twitter at underscore 88 and on my Facebook page at allen 88 Turning to golf, Justin Thomas wins the FedEx Cup. Uh, breakout season for the young man as he won four events, including the PGA Championship. Had duelled many years uh, with Jordan Spieth, and uh, uh, I really like the young guns in golf. They, you know, they 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 battle, they play great, but man, they're there for each other. And you know, when one does great, the other guys are there to you know make sure to give him a pat on the back. And and I like the sportsmanship that takes place there. Unfortunately, golf like NASCAR. They need to get their championships out of the shadows of the football season because they've become virtually un- unknown to the general public once football season starts. Turning to college basketball, Rick Pitino, uh, about to be out at Louisville. He's been put on unpaid leave, which will most likely lead to his firing. An FBI probe into fraud and bribery has exposed a number of programs and assistant coaches as they uh, try to illegally obtain the services of high school prospects. Uh, uh, that in conjunction with Adidas steering players and uh, and whatnot to schools and Louisville of course under FBI investigation among the schools caught up in this case you know Patino was already suspended five games due to the prostitution scandal a few uh, years ago where uh, un- accordingly unbeknownst to him uh, uh, assistant coaches were working uh, uh, the prostitution angle to, uh, to get players recruited and then in- Having an extramarital affair that went very public and caused great embarrassment to him in the school, you think he would have known better to have a better grip on his program and not lose control again. What a tragically sad ending to a great college coaching career. He won two national championships at uh, I, both two different schools, iconic ones in Kentucky and Louisville. It's time for our props and flops for the week. So our prop first goes to Iowa the University of Iowa, and their fans. And uh, what they do is uh, is so heartwarming. Uh, there's a big children's hospital uh, right by the stadium there. It overlooks the football stadium. And at the end of the first quarter, the fans turn and wave to all the sick children and their families that are watching the football game from their windows, views from the hospital. And on a night game in particular, everybody puts on the flashlights on their smartphones and wave those. What a great sight that is, and what a great great gesture uh, that those fans do that is uh, t- that is outstanding and terrific our flop we bring in Odell Beckham Jr. you know here's a guy you know, the NFL is going to let people celebrate and what does he do when he scores a touchdown he motions like he's peeing like a dog come on man that's ridiculous this this is you know one of those things where you know you know the guy makes terrific one-handed catches but that's all he, he really does. I don't think he makes his offense or his team that much better. And for me, I would like a guy, prefer a guy more like a Larry Fitzgerald, who uh, caught 13 passes on Monday Night Football, made one insane catch, stealing the ball away from the defensive back, and uh, and for 13, 14 years has just been the epitome of class. And you know, you don't hear any negative talk about this guy. That, to me is what OB OBJ should strive to be. Again, hit me up interactively, Jeff on Twitter at Jeff Allen underscore88, and on my Facebook fan page at Jeff Allen88. And with that, we are done here. This has been the Jeff Allen Sports Talk Podcast. Be sure to catch Jeff's weekly blog at jeffallensportstalk.com and follow him on Twitter at underscore eighty eight. The Jeff Allen Sports Talk Podcast is brought to you each week by Kramer's Salve for Dogs. I want to take a moment to tell you about the inspiration for Kramer's Salve for Dogs. I found Kramer as a small pup when we were living in Knoxville as I was taking our dog Precious out in the middle of a cold, rainy night. We had heard a dog barking and whining, thinking somebody had left him out on a balcony. No one came forward to claim him, so he joined our family. Kramer struggled mightily with skin allergies. My wife, Joy, tried all sorts of ointments and medications, and other than some temporary relief here and there, nothing was really helping him. Then she came to remember that people have used Neem for its healing properties and after two years of intensive research, created the best solution of its kind, not just for Kramer, but for dogs everywhere. Kramer Salve is a safe and natural approach to help your best friend live an itch-free life. A four ounce, six month supply, including shipping, is just $30. Or a two ounce, three month supply, including shipping, is just $20. Your pet is family and deserves the best. Help your dog in the itch and hotspot cycle by ordering online today at Kramersalve.net. That's K R A M E R S A L V E.net.